0: This podcast is a feature segment pulled right from the full Green Divas radio show. Enjoy. Well, hi, everyone. This is such an important time in our history, this election. It's crazy. But I I have an opportunity to, and I'm very fortunate to speak with Gretchen Dahlkemper, who is the director of Clean Air Moms Action, and they are out there in the field doing a ton of work to help all of us become better informed about ways that we can take action, especially during this election season, to make sure that our votes are all, not just presidential, but all of them, because they're more than just the presidential uh, election that are going to be on the ballot this year, no matter where you are, making sure that all our votes count for the health of our families and all of us in the future. So, hi, Gretchen. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm great. Thank you for having me today.
0: Well, I know you're out there in the field with my friend Dana and a whole bunch of people traveling around, filming and, and helping raise awareness about ways that we can all take action. Tell me what's, what's going on.
1: You know, as you said, this is um, one of the most important elections we've ever seen. Um, and from the top of the ticket to the bottom of the ticket, the health and the safety of our families is really on the ballot this year. Whether or not we can protect our kids from toxic chemicals, right. whether we're going to take serious, real action on climate change, whether we are going to vote to protect you know, the little lungs of our kids over the profits of the biggest polluters. That's what's on the line this year. And, Unfortunately, this is the day after the third presidential debate. We did not hear oh. about climate change or the impact on public health in the no. last three debates. No. But when we're talking to parents across the country, from North Carolina to New Mexico to Montana to New England, they care about climate change, they care about toxic chemicals, and this is an issue that they're going to be voting on come November 8th.
0: Yes. Yes. And I was she said like one line she snuck in when she was talking about, you know, infrastructure stuff. And I was like, okay, you know, that's one thing, but we need a lot more than that.
1: Absolutely. We needed the moderators to be responsible, morally responsible to ask this question, which is going to impact all Americans um, and especially our kids. So Hillary Clinton did talk about it in a few debates, did mention climate change, did mention infrastructure. But we really need to be having a national conversation, and it needs to not just be on one side of the aisle. We need everybody to come together and start talking about solutions.
0: Yes. And certainly – It's more than just the presidential theme, although, thank God, Hillary Clinton at least acknowledges climate change is real. We do have an effect on the climate. We do have to take action, and and she does seem to be more and more involved and, and on the right side of that issue, although I think we all need to push her when she becomes president a little harder. But what about all the local, not local, but the statewide elections and, of course, local elections? And, what do you recommend people do to become more in- informed and involved in those elections?
1: Well, the great news is that the, the more local you get, the more access you have. So, you know, first you can go to their website, but you can also, on the local level, try to try to go and meet with the people who are running for office. Your local elected, they're your first line of defense. Yeah. Um, we've been talking with a lot of families who have natural gas infrastructure, fracking wells, you know, right next to their schools where their kids are going to school, talk about school boards, township supervisors, county commissioners, those are your first line of defense, and you need to make sure that they are really thinking about your kid's health as they're making decisions. And then in the states, there are governors up, there are state senators, state house members, attorney generals. These folks are your second line of defense. And when we're talking about the big Clean Air Act and Clean Water Act rules, you know, similar to Obamacare, where it came right. down onto the states to implement these states are going to have to either be leaders or not be leaders on some of the rules that are most important. For example, America's clean power plan. The federal government came out with this plan, but each state is responsible for implementing it. Mm-hmm. So we need those in the governor's mansion to be thinking about how they're going to implement it, and we need those in the state legislature to support it and not like my legislature in my home state of Pennsylvania pass bill after bill after bill to try to defund and, you know, just booger up the whole system. So those are most important. I always say the federal government, president, is kind of your last line of defense, um, really looking at your local elections and judges. There's a lot of important judge races up right now, and, you know, these issues are all in the courts. They go to the courts. So thinking about, you know, what is down ticket, where the impact will be, go to their website, call their campaign office, or go to an event where someone is speaking and ask them, you know, what are you doing to make sure the health of my children is being protected?
0: And let's talk about that because Moms Clean Air Force, of course, uh, is affiliated with Clean Air Moms Action, is all about focusing on children's health. And, and let's talk about why, because there are reasons. I mean, obviously, it's it's easy to appeal to a mother who wants to protect her children or a father or people who care about children. But children are more vulnerable, and there are reasons why they do need a little extra help. You want to talk about that for a minute?
1: No, absolutely. Talk about reproductive health. You know, Mm -hmm. air pollution, you know, we see influences on low birth weight to APGAR scores. And according to the World Health Organization, there are approximately 7 million premature deaths annually because of the effects of air pollution. We know that air pollution has an effect on our children's health. And also, the air pollution that is contributing to health issues also is driving climate change in a warming world, which drives uh, ground-level ozone or smog. And for those parents like myself, many of us who have kids with asthma, that is a direct threat to the health of our children and a direct threat to the elderly or anybody else with respiratory or cardiovascular issues. We also see an increase in... Heart attacks um, and admittance to the ER for respiratory or heart health issues when we have, you know, high ozone or smog days. So we really need to be looking at the causes, um, the air pollution that is causing some of these health issues, and addressing it. It will have a direct impact on the health of our communities, and also help reduce the warming that we're seeing happening in our world.
0: And I know that beyond climate change and air pollution, you all are also talking about toxicity and toxic chemicals that may be in our water supply, maybe in our soil, you know, due to fracking or, or or a number of, I mean, it could be agricultural for that for that matter. And the babies are being born pre-polluted. Mother's breast milk is now showing up with all kinds of crazy things, including BPA or uh, other things. So so there's another, a number of different levels and really all the work you're doing, which again appeals to people who care about their children and people who care about children in the next generation, but it applies to all of us. And by the way, I I got asthma as an adult. <laughs> I'm not a kid, but my lungs want clean air too.
1: Absolutely. And on toxic chemicals, I think one thing that we're not shouting from the rooftops enough about was the huge, huge bipartisan success of a bill that was just signed into law this summer, the Frank Lautenberg Chemical Safety Act for the 21st century. Now, this bill helps fix our broken Tosca bill from 1976, which is older than I am. (laughs) Um, And it's not perfect. It took years and years and years of compromise. But it is a good step in the right direction to protecting our families from dangerous chemicals. Under Tosca, you couldn't even take asbestos off the market. And so this is a great first step, and it was a bipartisan bill. It passed unanimously in the Senate and only lost 12 votes in the House. Talk about coming together and bridging the partisan divide to compromise and come up with solutions to fix a very big issue that was harming the health of Americans. Across all spectrums. So that is at risk. When I hear Donald Trump or others say we are going to defund the EPA, Mm. what they are saying is we're not going to give the public health agency that is going to implement this important law and test the chemicals that we're being exposed to every day, we're not going to give them the money to do that and protect public health. And so for me, that's very frightening as a mother. Um, and I think it's very frightening as Americans to be thinking about that. The people who are responsible for making sure they're protecting our health will not be allowed to do so. And so it was an incredible, it was a huge success. It was oftentimes painful um, and oftentimes joyful. Yeah. But it is, that's where we need to start moving as a country, working together. And, and that's definitely at risk, protecting our kids from toxic chemicals. That's at risk this election.
0: Yeah, and I just have to give a shout out to Lautenberg, who's a Jersey guy.
1: Yay! Ooh, great. His wife—they were calling her the 101st senator this year because she was out there yeah. every day talking on his behalf, getting us across the finish line.
0: So tell us, there's a pledge. Uh, Moms Clean Air Force has a pledge that we want to get more people to to sign on to, for various reasons, not not the least of which is to actually vote in an informed way. But tell us about the pledge.
1: We are asking people to promise to vote this year. Studies have shown us that when people say that they're going to do something, they're more likely to do it. So we're asking everyone, moms, dads, grandparents, friends, aunts, uncles, and kids to go to cleanairmomsaction.org and sign the promise to vote. Say that you are going to stand up on November 8th, you're going to go to the voting booth, and you're going to promise to vote. It's it's incredibly important to do so. It's a right that many people don't have, and we have the opportunity to really protect our kids. Get out there and to vote on November 8th.
0: Yes, I made the pledge, so I'm hoping all of you listening will do the same, and better than that, get out there and vote, exercise this right that, like you said, not everybody has, and it's, it's a hard-won vote for some of us. Uh, women didn't have the right to vote way back in the day, so... Let's make things happen. And once they do, then we get to really push the, the politicians in place to,
1: <laughs> to be their best, right? Right. And I would say, you know, uh, sometimes being a good mom means being a good citizen. And it doesn't start and end in the voting booth. Getting out and voting on November 8th is important. But just like you said, it is our job as citizens of the United States, it's our job as a member of democracy to continue to advocate for those things that we hold most dear. And so to continue to engage with your elected officials from the local level all the way up to the White House afterwards, because the only way we're going to make sure that what we care about happens is if they continue to hear our voices, not just our voice in the voting booth. But our voice each and every day afterwards.
0: Well, I think it is a time of action, and I've seen more and more over the last couple of years, more people stepping up, stepping out, and and claiming what they believe in and asking and helping to make change happen in this way. So I'm thrilled Clean Air Moms Action is on it. So folks, go to cleanairmomsaction.org. Did
1: I get that right? Correct find us on social media
0: also yeah and we're, we're going to have a post on the site with this podcast and all the links you need to take the pledge take action and be informed thank you so much gretchen for all you're doing
1: thank you megan now get out and vote
0: the podcast you just listened to was a feature segment pulled right from the green divas radio show thanks for listening Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the green divas radio show access our huge catalog of podcasts on demand on your favorite podcast network iheart radio itunes stitcher spreaker soundcloud and of course along with all kinds of great posts about living a deeper shade of green on thegreendivas.com that's t-h-e greendivas.com